this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, November 7th. We are recording this at 1022 Studios at Industrious. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for LinkedIn. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful to have a quote-unquote high-risk pregnancy because that means we get all sorts of doctor's appointments and we get to see our baby more than most people, I think. Um, you, so, say, you say high-risk. You kind of said that with finger quotes. And just to clarify, you're not downplaying it, but the reason you're high-risk is because you're old. Yeah. Older. <laughs> yes. And it's funny because someone got really upset. They were like, you sound really against you know, women, when you are saying stuff like that, like you're saying that people are too old to have babies. I'm not saying that at all. Literally on my paperwork at the doctor's office, it says geriatric pregnancy. So I'm just kind of like having fun with it. But truly one of the best parts is the doctors watch you like a hawk. So we get these amazing ultrasounds where we get to see the baby. And um, that would not be, you know, insurance covered if I was not old, according to whoever, whatever man made up that term. Cause I can tell you right now, no woman said, you know what we should call right. women after 35 geriatric, you know, what we should call women <laughs> who've got raging hormones and whose body is changing to look like it has never looked before. We should also label them really old, right? elderly. Let's call them elderly. I mean, come on. Um, can okay. I, can I clarify my LinkedIn thing? I thought you were going to oh, ask sure. about it. Well, I was, but I always feel like, do you want me to ask you? Would you just explain? I don't know. I the reason I like LinkedIn is because a, as a as an entrepreneur as Callie and I are both entrepreneurs and I don't know if you have done a lot of this yet but I've been lurking on LinkedIn for a while haven't really been active tried to get active a couple months ago and posted every other day for like a week or something but then it fell off but it I it's as a person who has never in his life had to do what I would call cold call networking, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I've done plenty of networking events. When I worked in radio, we would have to go to events that had clients there or potential clients or agency events or industry type events. I had to do a ton of those. Yeah. But that's not cold calling. Mm-hmm. That's not who are you and what do you do? That's, hey, we're all here for a distinct purpose. Yeah. Right. Right. And now, and now that we're in business for ourselves, our, our success depends one on word of mouth and two, giving people the words to put in their mouths to tell other people right. about us. And I just don't think you or I have big networks. We have a lot of followers on social media mm-hmm. and we have a lot of friends but we don't do a ton of networking stuff and LinkedIn just makes the world smaller. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I'm encouraged by it and I haven't fully embraced it until last week, but I'm going to try to, I signed up for this service that's five bucks a month. And I think every other day they send you one thing to write about. Like a prompt. Yeah. Just a professional prompt. Yeah, just something to share, and I'm not going to do every single one of them, but I think for five bucks 
yeah. a month for the next couple months. I can, if any of those speak to me, I'm going to post about it. Anyways, I just, it, I, it's just social media gets crapped on a lot, but there's also really good parts of it. And I like LinkedIn as one of the good parts. Jeff Dollar, what are we doing on the show today? Oh, are you passing the baton? I am passing I, the torch today. Do I have the honors? You do have the honors. All right. I would like your opinion, Callie, on how many times uh, somebody can say, it's nice to meet you to me before I explode because mm -hmm. I've met them 10 times. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's insulting. Um, we are going to share some of what Callie calls the real, finger quotes, real Disney magic. Mm -hmm. Not the, oh, hey, there's Mickey Mouse, but the magic. Oh, of no. Yeah. These are, this is some adult magic, uh, magic happening over there. And we're going to start the show with Ellie's sibling's gender reveal. Yes. Is that the best way to say it with our with baby number two's gender reveal with a gender reveal? Yes, and we're actually going to kick that off. So if that is something, I just want to give a little warning. If you are not in a place to hear that right now, please fast forward. Um, no offense taken. I totally understand. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about the baby. I understand. Because we don't have any fanfare for this. We don't. We don't have trumpets. We're not going to fire confetti cannons in the air. And I have no issue with people who want to do that. Yeah. I've been, when I was in radio, I was a part of some really cool gender reveals. Mm -hmm. uh, and I understand why they're a thing. Because think about it. A, a million years ago, before the science existed, the baby would come out. The doctor would tell dad mm -hmm. and then dad would run into the waiting room and say it's a girl you've it's seen a, a lot of movies boy. haven't you yes <laughs> and pass out the cigars you know mm -hmm. and that's what that's what would happen yeah that's exciting yeah then the technology evolves so you can find out you know, before it used to be, what, 12 weeks-ish or something on the scans? No, I think it was like 20-something weeks. Right. So once you can start to see parts forming, then you find out. Now you can find out in, you know, week number four some craziness with, with blood tests and, and everything. And you just – and they just say, oh, here's what it is. You know, it's like ordering a cheeseburger. Do you have fries? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I so, think everyone's like yelling at their at their podcast right now saying, oh, my gosh, just shut up and tell us. Well, I'm it just seems like you're stalling. I'm not stalling. I'm just saying I understand. I think gender reveals get crapped on a lot. Yeah. I think you are one of the crappers. I totally am one of the crappers. I just want to say I get it. I understand. So now, Callie, with no fanfare whatsoever, no trumpets, no drum roll, nothing, would you like to tell the world whether or not Ellie Dollar will be welcoming a brother? Or a sister. Ellie Dollar is going to be welcoming a baby sister. So we are um, having our second girl. Jeff is like girl dad to the max. I mean, we have girl dogs. We have me. We have our two <laughs> girls. You're just going to be estrogened out over at our house. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. You were meant to be a girl dad. I think. I think so. I um. I was at the park over the weekend with Ellie, and there was a guy there with his son, and he was just throwing really far, perfect spiral football passes to his son. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I can play catch in the backyard with a baseball and a glove, but I can't do 
a football right. spiral the whole length of the park. Right. I mean, Ellie and I were playing, and this guy was like over our heads with no hesitation. I wouldn't. So do you that. feel like it's easier to impress your daughters than it yes. would be to impress a son. My skill set leans toward it does girls versus. And also, we were out to dinner, um, and there was a. It looked like a group of maybe three moms uh-huh. at one table, and then the table next to them, there were seven girls. Yeah, and seventeen, eight girls. Yeah, they were probably well. They're t- probably like twelve. Yeah, I would say 11, yeah, 12. 11, 12, 13. and they were all sitting there, and they were having their whatever. They, you didn't hear that. Like, boy, I was a boy. Boys just like to break stuff. <laughs> They're just destructive. They're just loud. Whatever. Those girls just sat there, and then we saw them when they were leaving, and they were all like laughing, and they were doing TikTok dances in the driveway or in the parking lot while they're waiting. That's what I am. I'm TikTok dance speed. You're TikTok dance speed. You're not like football speed. Yeah, throw and a football then, speed. And I think my dad is the same way. Like my we, I have a sister, so my dad is from like super girl dad, and I think that you are just. Such a great girl, Dad, and I can't wait to see you be a dad times two. It is going to be funny to me, whether or not we had a boy or a girl, how you're going to teach Ellie to be a sibling because you don't have siblings that you were raised with. So that's going to be funny to watch you figure out the sibling dynamic. I think she's going to teach me how to be a sibling. Who, Ellie? Yeah. (laughs) Because in my head, I'm going to be saying stuff. Uh, along the lines of, uh, uh, you don't share Bobby with that kid. She's going to throw up on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Ellie will be like, here, want to share my doll and all this stuff. I'll have I, to teach you all about the sibling fights and the she stole my brush and who gets the front seat. And those are like the girl fights that we're in for. But um, we're so excited. We, you know, people have asked about the IVF process. Did we know before um, our transfer? Yes, we did. We got a list of all of the embryos and we were so, so lucky. Um to have seven healthy embryos. We had two boys and five girls. So we are legit girl breeders. Um, and that's just kind of how it worked out. And so we're really excited and um, we're really grateful. I, I still can't believe like the journey of IVF and IUI and fertility stuff. I think that science is so cool. And the worst, scariest phone call I've ever had to make was that first call to the fertility office because you feel so exposed but Shady Grove which is where we went um, they're a nationwide um, fertility office they are unbelievable every step of the way Um, and I have so much more respect for my body than I did before and understanding how many things have to perfectly come together and and know if you're struggling, it took so much medical intervention for this. Like, it wasn't like one thing. Oh, we'll just help you. It was a year of, you know, a year and some change of of having science help us. So we have talked now for a couple of months about reaching out to Shady Grove to be partners with 1022. So either be a sponsor of the upside Right, Mm -hmm. because we're going to be welcoming a kid, a frozen baby, a a baby that they helped exist because of them. Yeah. So have them sponsor the upside. Uh, They literally lab created our baby. (laughs) Or we could talk to them, or do a special 
series about fertility and how to navigate it. The where I've been struggling, the the reason that that I don't think we've approached them yet is because that why would somebody need a podcast when you can Google specialized information? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and every single fertility journey story is unique, but they're all also the same. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of the same. You you go through the same process, and then as different things appear and pop up, it's kind of like you, a weird little community. Like yeah, yeah. So, I it dawned on me this past weekend. I think there's an an angle that we could take to Shady Grove and ask them if they want to sponsor a podcast. Mm-hmm. What about a fertility podcast hosted by me and someone else for dads? Ooh, that would be interesting. How, ma- how many times have I asked you, and I still to this day can't remember the very first thing that we did. Yeah. Before we did IVF, there was something else. IUS. Those. Yes. I one I still couldn't confidently explain what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as a guy, when you go through pregnancy loss, a guy's natural tendency is to take care of mom, mm-hmm. you know, who who physically experienced the loss as well as emotionally. And and this is no disrespect to you or anybody, but nobody asked the guy how they're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't, and I don't think that's, I'm not advocating for doing that, but I think it, it would be comforting for guys to know that there's other people out there who are, other guys out there who are really sad too. Yeah. Remember you lost it? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff totally lost yeah. it after he got this me through. This is not, this is, this is in the top. This is one of my least proud moments. Oh my gosh. So Jeff was like, you know, hardcore taking care of me, and I was just devastated, and Jeff was upset. But the- We had, if you're new to the show, we, we had a miscarriage before Ellie. We did, um, and it was a situation where we, we had a heartbeat, and then we didn't, and it was, I am one of those people that I, I thought that I would think, oh, well, everything happens for a reason. And, but when it happened to me, to us, I was destroyed. I was destroyed. And it was a really long process for us. And it was really hard. And Jeff spent a lot of time caring for me because mine lasted eight weeks total. I think it was so long. And um, at one point, he got in a fight with the guy at a car rental company and just let eight weeks of emotion spill out and yelled at this poor guy. And I realized then the dude hid. He literally hid from, he hid because I took out my camera and I said, if that's what you believe, say it into the camera. And he said, dude, I just don't have the ability to sign that waiver. It was like, right. He's like, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm not a manager. I don't, I can't come back tomorrow. My manager. And I'm like, yes, I'm not going to come back tomorrow. Like in my mind, I was convinced that they were going to take the Ultima. We just returned and go drag race it. (laughs) Then say, it wasn't us. Yeah. But guys feel it too. It's a hard process for everybody to figure out. Um, and that call to the fertility specialist is the hardest thing. One of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um, because it feels embarrassing. And then once you get in there, you're surrounded by so many people. And I think what I realized in this journey is infertility doesn't discriminate with your color, with your religion, with your, I mean, just, you know, it, it was just 
cool, not cool, but cool to be around so many people that are also going through the same journey to try to be parents. One thing, um, one thing that I thought was, was very neat was um, during one of your last appointments at Shady Grove, mm-hmm. um, I, think it, I think it was maybe the last because I was there. Mm-hmm. I only went to one or two with you that I didn't have to be at. Yeah. And a woman sought you out in the hall to pull you aside and say, hey, I'm the one who has called in your prescription, has filled out all your paperwork, Yeah, you know, talked to you, explained this. I'm the voice on the other end. I've been with you your whole journey. We've never met face to face. I just want to give you a hug and say good luck. Yeah. How cool is that? It was so cool because we literally talked probably twice a day for a month. Um, so it's really neat. So anyways, yes, we will be welcoming a baby girl and I have a C-section scheduled for February. Um, I am telling people this, so it's probably not going to happen, but I would be shocked if this baby came in February. I'm thinking we're going to be a January baby. What if it's March? What if it's a St. Patrick's Day baby? Then I would be 11 months pregnant and in hockey sticks, H-E double hockey sticks. Um, <laughs> I will be in so much pain. They, they wouldn't let me do that. I haven't heard that in forever. I so, don't know why I just said that. Because I can just say hell. It's our podcast. Some woman just gave birth to a 14-pound baby. I saw that. Naturally. Mm-mm. That's like giving birth to a bear cub. It is. It is like giving birth to a bear cub. I mean, yay for her. That is that is some work right there. So thank you um, for being excited for us and for following this journey. And we can't wait to, um, you know, meet the baby. And no, we are not announcing a name because, no, we won't have one until we meet her. We had... So we have two or three names going into... We had three names for Ellie. And as soon as we saw her, we both knew which name it was. Well, it's so funny. So you... Well, within the first 24 hours. I knew that I loved the name Ellie for... Like, that was what, even before I met her. And then Jeff was like, let's meet the baby. To me, to be totally honest, babies just... They all look the same. So I wanted to see how you felt about what she looked like. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Ellie. Like, she doesn't not look like an Ellie. Um... But you didn't just get a vibe from her? No, but I kind of intuitively always knew her name was going to be Ellie. Oh, really? It's weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to go into meeting baby number two with a short list. Right now we have two names on it. We have two names. We'll have two or three names on it, and then apparently she'll just speak to me. She's going to speak to Jeff and tell Jeff what her name is. Uh, do you remember the game we played on this show a few times called One Must Go? I'll give you four things, and then we each have to decide which one to eliminate. Forever. Forever. From life. Wipe it off the face okay. of the earth. Okay. Um, I uh, I like doing this because, it, to, to me, it's it's a good conversation starter over dinner. Yeah. So you can play with your, your significant other, your kids, whatever, your coworkers. Um, like, for here's a good first one for an example. What is a, a fall athletic thing that people overshare on social media that could go? Marathons, hiking, biking, or the turkey trot, or the earn your bird race? Turkey trot. For me, right now, it's the marathon. Because the New York City Marathon yeah. just happened, and I feel like two-thirds of my Instagram following participated in that. I do, too. I will say I love all of the reposts of the um, best signs 
Yes. That people are doing. Those are awesome and they're all over social media. Due to inflation, my favorite was said, due to inflation, the New York City Marathon is now 31.4 miles. <laughs> I saw that one and I also saw one that said you could have just gone to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yours is the earn your turkey race. Yes, minus marathons. Okay, uh, what Christmas thing that comes too early? Oh, okay. Nah, I don't like this one. Nah, I don't like this one because now I'm an early Christmas guy. Now, yeah, we put our tree up a week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I we get, do. I get it. I'm fine. We yeah. actually showed up at the tree lot, and they said they didn't have the trees in yet. Last That's year. how eager we were last year. Not this year. Last yeah. year. Uh, fall fashion. One has to go forever. Mittens, turtleneck sweaters, long coats, or furry boots. Oh, mittens. Turtlenecks. Really? You don't like turtlenecks for girls? I don't like turtlenecks at all. Really? Yeah, they're so weird. What's weird about them? They're just weird. You they're feel like suffocated or something? No, I th I just think they're they're weird. I think they're weird. But they're so cozy. Okay, well, I will not be putting my... Uh, neck in rotation just for you. One must go away forever. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter? Twitter. X. X. Same. Which one for you? I just am, uh, they just seem like they have a lot of drama over there. They're like, oh, we're going to charge people. And every time I get on there, I read two tweets and I'm like, this is why I'm not on Twitter. All right. And last one for today. Which fall beverage needs to go away forever? Pumpkin spice latte, apple cider, Salted caramel, caramel mocha or a hot chocolate? Oh, this is just mean. What was the third one? Pumpkin spice latte, apple cider, salted caramel mocha or hot chocolate? I'm going to say salted caramel mocha only because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep everybody happy and I've never heard of that one before. And I know that people would be upset about the pumpkin spice latte and... I would be upset about hot chocolate and apple cider. Do you are you a pumpkin spice latte person? I've actually never had one, and I feel like I should. I uh, there was a guy named Andy Scholes at HLN when I worked there. He's a, he's still there. He's a sports guy for Bleacher Report, and he and I the only common ground because I don't know sports, I don't know anything, so yeah, I don't have anything to talk about. Would be seasonal themed Starbucks drinks, and I texted him the day like last week that the Starbucks holiday menu came out and he said you'll have to buy the pumpkin spice latte from my cold dead hands like that is his favorite thing on earth and he is like i will not stop drinking them until they take them off the menu yesterday i told you how i started using keepsake and now i think it needs to be mandatory for all parents but callie has been finding a great use for it as a parent to be Yes, I have been using it um, to document my pregnancy. Uh, I just have had such a hard time sitting down and getting out a pen and a piece of paper to do that. But keepsake, I set up my text reminders from them. So they text me once a day with a prompt that's helping me journal my pregnancy so I can keep track of it in a way that's easier um, for me than than trying to make time to sit down and write. And you can add pictures to the text and they'll keep it all in there for you. It's so easy to use. Like I said, mandatory, mandatory, mandatory for parents. If you don't believe me, go sign up. There is a seven day, absolutely free trial. It takes three minutes to sign up and you'll be hooked. Once you decide to get on board permanently, use our code UPSIDE and you'll save 20% off an annual subscription. The website is Keepsake, Q-E-E-P, 
S-A-K-E dot com slash upside. Once again, Q-E-E-P S-A-K-E dot com slash upside and use the promo code upside. I am a big fan of anything that saves me time, especially when I'm getting ready in the morning. And that's why I love Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It mimics the look of lash extensions and it is gorgeous. I have not had lash extensions for years and I've been wearing my Thrive Cosmetics Mascara and I absolutely love it. It is a tubing formula that slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. You do not have to use soap to get it off or any makeup remover that might that might hurt your skin if your skin hurts like I do. Um, and it has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics also gives back. So for every product we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first order. The other night, Ellie took a, a shower and with Callie, she doesn't like just hop in there on her own and shower. <laughs> and she got out and I quickly grabbed the first towel that was sitting on the edge of the tub that we hadn't put away yet and wrapped her up in it. And she said, no, daddy, I want my towel. And she was talking about cozy earth towels. Oh boy. I used, we've set the bar a little high for three years old. Yes. I just, whatever the top towel was, it wasn't one of the cozy earth towels that are in rotation in our bathroom. And that's what she's grown used to. She knows it when she feels it. I notice it too. Um, anytime we're doing like a laundry day with towels and I have to get like the backup towel or whatever, it's it's totally different. Um, the cozier towels are so soft. They're so plush. And I almost hate getting dressed because I hate taking that towel off. It's like the worst feeling being cold because I'm wrapped up in my cozy earth towels. You can get 40% off everything that Cozy Earth sells. This means the towels that Ellie loves. It also means the sheets that they're famous for, but other things like the uh, jogging pants and the that shorts. That Oprah loves. That Oprah loves and the robes and everything that's cozy is 40% off because you are an Upside listener. If you go to com slash cozy, that's com slash cozy. Cozy. Our show is running a little long. So, Jeff, I'm going to bump your etiquette question because I want to talk about some real Disney magic. This has been on the schedule and it's gotten bumped every day for a week and you're so bummed. I'm so bummed because I know here's the magic that I see at Disney because people are like, oh, did you feel the magic with the fireworks? No, here's the adult real Disney magic that Cali Dollar witnessed at Disneyland. Packed Starbucks at the parks that never run out of anything and have long lines, but they're always efficient. Yeah. Everything, every food vendor at Disney has what appears to be a long wait, but they operate with the efficiency of a well-oiled Chick-fil-A. Well, and you, every, I feel like, a lot of times when I go to Starbucks, things are sold out, right? Because right. it's really not at Disney. They don't sell out. And I don't know how that sorcery works, but it's kind of insane because um, there's always really packed lines. Uh, number two, efficient events. 
We were there the night they were having a Halloween party and they were able to at 4 p.m. get everybody, let everybody who was attending the night party in while using an hour to filter people out that didn't pay for the Halloween party. Now that is amazing. This was so fascinating to me, the way they do it. Um, but the trick is in wristbands. So everybody who comes in for the Halloween event gets a wristband on and they slowly make the park smaller for people who don't have wristbands on. So if Crazy. you're not wearing a wristband, they start to say, oh, you can't go into this part of the park. You can't go into this part of the park until you're just left on Main Street with yeah. all of the shops and stuff. Yeah. And there's not, I mean, I guess you could probably stay there for six hours and shop yeah. if you wanted to, but there's no rides, there's no shows, there's no things. Crazy. And the guy who explained it to us, Callie and I were both looking at him going, whoa. And it's not like there's 10 people. No. There's Thousands. 25, 30,000. I mean, incredible. And they do it with such ease and they like barely blink. Uh, number three, employees that know everything. I We did not ask one question at Disney from one person. And I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's, you know, anybody from like the the housekeeping staff that or whatever to people that do a random ride to the, the talent, like the, uh -huh. what do you call them? The, the cast members. All the cast members, they just know everything about everything. I feel, I, I, I think the guy who was in the halls replacing, you know, going room to room, replacing air conditioning filters could have told us what time the last safari runs over at Animal Kingdom. I mean, it was I, it was crazy. They don't even blink. They're like, oh, yeah, I know the answer to that. Blah. Um, number four, employees that are excited to be at work. Yeah. How? how? Is it just because you're at Disney, so by default... You just, everyone's happy all the time? Yeah, I don't think people take jobs at Disney who aren't really... Like Disney fans. Yeah. Super fans. Like there's probably people who work at McDonald's who don't like hamburgers. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't think there's anybody at Disney who doesn't care for, who doesn't love, not just like Mickey Mouse, who doesn't love Mickey Mouse. Right. Um, and then the last one is on time starts. And I mean on time starts. And you're not coordinating one person for an on time start. You're coordinating a ton of people and you start on time. I mean, this is Disney magic, people. That is amazing. I That is what I am amazed by. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that Baskin Robbins has a new Turkey Day Fixins ice cream along with a turkey cake. Now, this I say is also a good conversation starter, Jeff, as you said. Why not bring an ice cream turkey? You don't know who you're having Thanksgiving with or you don't know a lot of people. You bring in an ice cream or so a turkey that's made of ice cream and you are people are going to talk to you about it. All right. It. So it's not a turkey flavor. It's not... The gimmick isn't a turkey-flavored ice cream. Well, no. they it's have. A, it's a cake shaped like a turkey. It's sold. a cake shape. Yeah. Sold. With like the, um, you get your own ice cream flavor. Like you get to pick the ice cream flavor. And then the legs are sugar cones and covered in like caramel. Done. But yeah, everybody's going to talk to you. Everybody's going to be your friend because everyone's going to be talking about that cake. You're welcome. Uh, your second random thing is Oreo is uh, hosting a contest or holding a contest that has 100 winners. Every winner will get a $1,000 holiday decorating, quote, allowance. And here's what you need to do. 
Start decorating your house for the holidays early this year. Like, you got to do it before November 17th because that's when the contest ends. And then follow Oreo on Instagram and post pictures of your decorations with hashtag Oreo sweepstakes in the caption, and you could win $1,000. Why are they doing it? Because holiday decorations and Oreo cookies both put people in a good mood. They oh, make people go. feel good. They raise the dopamine levels. So uh, so decorate early and get paid. Uh, go to the Oreo website for all the details. And your third random thing for today is every year, Campbell, as in Campbell's soup, uh, they do a state of the sides report, like a state of the union address. Sure. But here's what we're talking about for 2023 Thanksgiving. Um, they surveyed 5,000 U.S. adults. Two-thirds of people preferred side dishes to the entree. Agree. 5,000%. I'm Tur- turkey, surprised it's not higher. Turkey is the most overrated meat on the planet. More than half say they'd be happy with only sides. Yes. And wouldn't even notice if the turkey wasn't there. Amen. <laughs> you mean you would need some protein. But remember, yeah, you could do like a tenderloin. A tenderloin, a ham perhaps. Um, Americans serve an average of five sides every Thanksgiving. That sounds uh-huh. about right. Maybe like a little low because I feel like we go crazy on sides. Uh, the most popular side dishes, number one. Mashed potatoes. Yep. Uh, and then stuffing is number two. Yes. Stuffing has been number one for years, and finally mashed potatoes knocked them off the, the chart. You go, potato. <laughs> um, mac and cheese is third. Sweet potatoes fourth. Green bean casserole is fifth. Um, and then people are adding spicy, apparently, to uh, their ingredients this year. People, 20% of people are making it a spicy Thanksgiving. And those are your three random things for today. You are strong. You are brave, you kind, and you always belong here.